0: My guest, Sarah Corrigan, lives and works on Awabakal Country and has completed a total of five TAF courses in Newcastle. Sarah, thanks for joining us on NITV Radio today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: As I said, you work on Awabakal Country. Is it your country, first of all, or you just uh, happen to be working and living there?
1: I've been working and living on Awabakal Country now for almost 18 years, and I am originally from Dark and Young Country, which is... Sort of over the mountains, a bit further down on the central
0: coast, yeah. Yeah, still in New South Wales, <laughs> and yeah. you've completed five TEF courses of good here certificate four in Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander primary health care, where you gained actually your Australian Health Practitioners Registration Authority and yeah. many more. Just run yeah. us through how you went to, through all these courses and, uh, uh, yeah, tell us your journey, your story.
1: I've always worked um, like in health, sort of. I suppose, on the edges when I was studying at uni, doing other things, and then had my children, so working full-time wasn't an immediate option, but I knew that I wanted to get back into doing something I enjoyed and making a difference for MOB. So I actually started off with doing a cert for an allied health, did some practical subjects with that, um, realised it was something I really enjoyed, so... That then prompted me when a role came up for an Aboriginal health worker in New South Wales Health, I applied for that, and when I was in that role, realising that there were gaps and knowledges and things that I could still gain to you know do even better with my job, so I went and did my certificate for in alcohol and other drugs and mental health. Um, we also as part of our role. I then went and did my Cert for an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander primary healthcare practice, and that was what actually allowed us to then move from sort of, I suppose, being a health worker, doing sort of that social support into that more clinical skill set. While I was doing all of that, I realised that I um, wanted to sort of move even further, I suppose, and be able to do things more my way and mob's way. There was a real gap in the mental healthcare system for a lot of our mob so I started my own business and part of that, like it's great to get our mob healthy and engaging and, you know, part of the system, but it's also about the systems being culturally competent and safe when they get there. So I do training and consultancy and decided that I wanted to do my cert um, four in training and assessing, um, which then allowed me to really create programs that have got learning outcomes in cultural competency and training for non-Aboriginal people. So it sort of all, I suppose, started with one and then that showed me a pathway that I could build on to eventually get a range of skills and qualifications that I can use practically in my own business.
0: And uh, you are doing this uh, through a specific government uh, program. Uh, Yeah. Was it easy uh, also juggling work-life balance and studying
1: yeah, well, I think that's one of the really uh, like deadly things about TAFE is the way it's set up. It's set up for people who either maybe are a mature age student like myself, so I wasn't straight out of school going into TAFE. They really understand that um, you know you often do have commitments outside of TAFE, so. With, I did it through fee-free courses, so what that meant was you don't end up sort of with a huge hex at the end of it, which can be another stress when you're trying to juggle work and kids, but also you sort of do a mix of some of the stuff is done in classrooms, some of it's done online, then you have like um, block releases where you're really well supported, often by other mob, and I think because you've got all those flexible options, um, you can make it work and fit into your life, I suppose, rather than trying to fit another extra into an already busy schedule.
0: And five courses, uh, that's quite a <laughs> lot. Of course, you explained <laughs> a little bit because it's part of your requirements. You took on courses as you're going and you realized there were gaps in your skills and you wanted to just, uh, you know, close those gaps and so on. Yeah. But uh, doing five courses, not everyone has got the patience and the capacity to, to do that.
1: Yeah, I think that's a little bit of my inner nerd sometimes <laughs> coming out. Um, I do like to study and I always think there's more that you can learn. But when I say I've done five courses, it wasn't like I did five courses back to back. You know, I'm, It was sort of, I started with my allied health assistant. That got my foot in the door to be working as an Aboriginal health worker. From that, realising there was a courses that I could do to support that existing role, so that was like the AAD for so alcohol and other drugs and mental health cert four that I did. Then, sort of from that, realised that there was the Aboriginal health practitioner role that we could do to take. So I did that probably about another eighteen months later. And then, when I had actually sort of moved from working for New South Wales Health and then running my own business, was when I then decided to go back and do my cert four in training and assessing. That was the awesome thing about it, too, is that it sounds like a lot, like five courses, but they all build on each other. So there's core units. So often if you're sort of following that health pathway of um, courses at pace like I have, you mightn't have to do the full two years each time. You say know, get your recognition of prior learning. So that can reduce some of the theory time that you've got to do.
0: Yeah, so you're doing courses in the same area and mm. uh, yeah, and uh, you really manage to fit in all the courses because of uh, the fact that you're just building on prior skills and uh, learning maybe modules yeah. that you may not have learned from uh, the previous yeah. courses and uh, you're just adding on more uh, more knowledge actually, building more knowledge. Wow, yeah. wow, that's great.
1: And I think with TAFE too, one of the other things is a lot of the assessments are practical. So it's not like you do have written assessments, but you also, if you're already working in the industry, you know your work can count towards your work placement. You can be assessed on the job, and that also helps because it's not like you've then got to find another you know placement or another place to be assessed. And that definitely makes it easier when you've you know got commitments outside of home, like outside a case. If you've got commitments at home and with mobbing community, yeah. So it definitely. I think that's a really cool part of it is that your assessments and the knowledge you learn, yes, some of it's theory, but then a lot of it you actually do on the job as well.
0: And how does it feel working in our local country with MOB?
1: I feel blessed and privileged every single day that I get to work with in community. I'm also really really empowered that I'm not just sort of talking the talk, but I'm also walking the walk as well. The fact that we're still successful, you know, about four years running now, I think shows that this was needed for community, but I think it's also lovely because it shows me that community trusts me to hold this space and that there is that really true engagement with being well and healthy, not just for ourselves now, but for all the generations to come.
0: Would you recommend uh, to other people to follow in... uh your footsteps, because uh, you've been so successful in uh, this ju- on this journey.
1: Absolutely, I think that TAFE offers, for anyone, that in particular, offers more of a real pathway to having self determination around our own careers. Why it is so valuable for MOB2 is that there's such good support from your Aboriginal student support officers, your Aboriginal units at TAFE. They often have courses that are Designed where they understand all of those competing priorities. So anything you go to them with that you might see as being a bit of a barrier to getting through TAFE, they'll come up with a solution. And I think that's the the amazing thing, they want to see you succeed. Um, And that's really, really empowering when you're studying. Um, I'm actually looking at putting a few of my First Nations employees actually through some courses at TAFE as well. So, to me, that's how valuable it is. I want to instill the same kind of learnings and knowledge in
0: the staff that I employ. Sarah Corrigan, thank you very much for taking the time to share your story with us and uh, congratulations on such a fantastic uh, journey. Thank you.